0: Welcome back to Animation Fascination. I'm Mark Bebert, and with me again is Stanford Clark. Hi there! This podcast focuses on the world of animation. Each episode, we feature all the latest news from around the animation industry and and a main topic discussing a TV series, film, or something else with animation ties. Uh, Whether it's traditionally hand-drawn, computer-generated, or stop-motion, if it's animated, it is up for discussion to geek out about. So, this past uh, week, the... 94th Academy Awards took place. Uh, we're going to recap those a little bit, uh, but first we're going to run through a little bit of the, the news that happened over the past couple of weeks or so. And the the first bit of news uh, I will let Stanford take away with uh, news regarding Jack Black returning.
1: Yeah, you know, it's cool. Jack Black uh, is returning to the Kung Fu Panda franchise. Uh, Netflix is doing a... Uh, uh, New animated original series. Uh, They're calling it Kung Fu Panda, The Dragon Knight. And uh, they haven't announced who the uh, Dragon Knight is, but it's going to be uh, someone British. Uh, The official synopsis of this show is when a mysterious pair of weasels set their sight on a collection of four powerful weapons, Poe must leave his home to embark on a globe-trotting quest for redemption and justice that finds him partnered up with a no-nonsense English knight named Wandering Blade. Together, these two mismatched warriors set out on an epic adventure to find the magical weapons first and save the world from destruction. And they may even learn a thing or two from each other along the way. Uh, You know, you gotta watch out for those weasels, Mark. They, uh, (laughs) they, uh, you know, from The Wind in the Willows, you know, (laughs) Mr. Toad. Roger Rabbit. (laughs) Right. Yeah.
0: And this looks 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 pretty interesting too. Like the the animation, uh, you you can definitely tell it's more of like a budgeted animation for like the Netflix. Like yeah, right. Animation to it just because there's less. Uh, I guess less less detail. Yeah. Than you would see like in a film. And uh, like like this news story says it's just Jack Black is first time coming back to the role of Poe since uh, Kung Fu Panda Three. Uh, just because they've, d- they've done other Kung Fu Panda, uh, like Netflix series before, but it had been Jack Black doing the voice still in those. So it is it is pretty interesting that he's coming back to the role of Poe in this, um, which which I think is pretty cool. I'm a big fan of Jack Black. Yeah, so.
1: I think it's going to be fun, you know, and you know, it just continues the relationship that DreamWorks has with Netflix and, and you know, producing content and... uh and you know it's and it's great that they got Jack Black to to uh, do the voice. Yeah, and
0: I I haven't checked out like any of the other Kung Fu Panda series that they had done on Netflix. Yeah, I haven't either. Mostly just because Jack Black wasn't wasn't the voice yeah of, exactly the Poe them. But I might check this one out just just because he is doing the voice there. Yeah. So
1: I think it's this summer. Does that sound right? I think it's like yeah.
0: July. And all of these. These series tend to take place after Kung Fu Panda Three, I believe. Okay. I think I think one of them may have taken place in between two and three because that's when it, it just came out release wise. Um, but other than that, um, I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. So the the next story isn't too big of like a new story, more so just kind of giving everybody a heads up as our, our friend uh, Ralph Apple, who had, who's been on this podcast before. Let me know about it was that uh, the Disney Music Emporium is releasing a 7 inch orange vinyl for turning red of songs by Four Town from the movie. <laughs> so I thought this was pretty interesting. I had there's three songs on it side one has Nobody Like You uh, and One True Love, and then side two has You Know What's Up. And so I. I <laughs>
1: That's so cool. I I love
0: it. So, I definitely ordered this. Alcohol. Nice. Okay. Got it. You got to have the orange vinyl. Yes. They, uh, Disney uh, Music Emporium actually is doing a, I think it's like a emerald green vinyl for Encanto, too. So, oh, that'll be nice. DisneyMusicEmporium.com is definitely a good website to hit up for anybody that's looking to build up their, their record. Uh, or vinyl, yeah, the vinyl or you, collection. Term you want to call for it, yeah. And you want you want specifically to add a bunch of Disney-related stuff in there because the the Corella vinyl kind of looks pretty cool too. It's kind of like a mix of like a black and white splatter on the the vinyl for that. And that one's got a lot of uh good music just from that because that movie had a like a lot of like punk-infused uh, music to it too. So definitely would suggest checking that out too just if you like a lot of like older uh like punk influenced uh uk music as well uh but moving on from that uh i'll i'll talk about this one too just because this kind of goes along with us talking about the oscars as well yeah is uh rachel zelger uh recently there's a whole to-do about her not being invited right. to come to the Oscars, uh, yeah. Then she ended up uh, Pres- being one of the, she presented. The, yeah, she was a yeah, presenter. she was a presenter. And then uh, just she was on the Grammys last night as well too, singing um, some day. Oh, on nice. that During the in memoriam section of that show, because uh, it was rounded out and like the last person that was on the in memoriam was Stephen Sondheim. So oh, okay. Makes sense. Oh, cool. It I didn't. Cool. I didn't
1: see that. I thought that was cool. I. I uh... I uh, I like Rachel Zegler a lot.
0: Yes. Yeah. I'm I'm still bummed she didn't get nominated herself yeah, for too. West Side Story. But it uh we, West Side Story did get get a winner for uh, best
1: uh was it it's a supporting actor? actress. Yeah, Ariana Debose. Okay.
0: So that's that's pretty awesome which that is, she won for Yeah, which cool. is really
1: cool. Well deserved.
0: Yeah. So so going with Speaking on West Side Story and Rachel Zelger, she's going to be starring in the Skydance uh, slash Apple co-production of the animated musical Spellbound. Uh, so it was announced recently um, that she's going to provide the voice of Princess Ellian, which is the lead role in the original film. Uh, Skydance is that the animation studio that uh, that uh, who has a, a certain person in charge there that that left a certain other studio uh, that had a lamp yeah, for their... Uh, yeah, yeah. That I think he mascot. was running
1: like, perhaps two studios at the same time.
0: Yeah, so... Yeah. This is... I'm still not quite sure, like, how I feel about Skydance as far as, like, just be, because of, like, all of that. There's there's some cool people going over there that are, that are uh, directing stuff, like Brad Bird. Yeah. I'm um, a big fan of him, so... I have like this weird feeling like about Skydance in general, but I'm excited about this just because uh, I like her in this. She was really great in West Side Story. Uh, in this, her character is described as being a tenacious princess who must go on a daring quest to save her family and kingdom after a mysterious spell transforms her parents into monsters and threatens to cover Lumbria in darkness forever. So it sounds pretty interesting. It's directed by Vicky Jensen, who directed Shrek, and uh, it's got an original uh, score for the film f- from Alan Menken. So yeah, I'm already excited about about that for it. So it's got definitely some people to be excited about being involved with it, and this seems like the first. Like I know that uh, uh, Apple had Wolfwalkers that they kind of acquired from cartoon saloon yeah to to air on that uh, but this i think this is going to be like their first kind of like actual they were involved with the production of the the animated film during the process this time
1: yeah i wonder how involved apple was you know there because skydance is coming out with this film this um i guess technically the studio's first feature is called luck and it was yeah. premiering in august i think august 5th on apple tv plus um, and which i know very little uh, i know very little about the film other than it exists there's probably some more descript- descriptive stuff out there i'm with you i've got kind of i don't know if it's bittersweet mark or what you call it just yeah. feelings about like, yeah like Dance. mixed feelings yeah mixed feelings
0: yeah i don't know we'll we'll see what happens but it's definitely something to be cautiously optimistic about.
1: Yeah, and then you know, hello with Rachel, with Rachel involved, awesome. You know, yes, please. Yeah,
0: and then she's going to be in the the live action Snow White that Disney yeah. is doing as well. So yeah, she she's on the the up and up. She's right got now. some cool
1: projects going yeah. on, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, and then this next project is uh, pretty interesting as as well
1: yeah uh the spirit away uh, this the, is there's this been a stage production of spirit away and I've seen some pictures on Instagram and stuff of this over the last few months um, but uh, I guess there it's it's been playing at is his debut run is playing at the Imperial theater uh, in, in Tokyo Japan yeah and uh, and then it's gonna go on tour now for the next few months yeah uh, all, in, all still in Japan. Yeah. It's going to Osaka, et cetera. And, uh, you know, this is very interesting. You know, you look at the pictures and they really, I mean, they bring the movie to life. They, they're not, yeah. they, they it looks like they stay very true to the, you know, the character design and, and whatnot. Um, it this looks very interesting. What have you heard about it, Mark? Have you, you know, heard anything extra or you, do you know anybody who's seen it? I haven't. I don't know anybody that's seen it.
0: Uh, I know our friend Bacter, he Like he used to live in Japan, um, but definitely anybody that like. I don't know if we have any listeners listeners that are in Japan, but if we do, definitely there's some lucky people that get to check this out. Just like looking at like some of the like the puppetry. Yeah, it
1: looks very and cool. This,
0: and like the stage and production design. Like you said, it's it's really interesting to see how close to the source material of it that they they stayed. It's... It's, like, crazy, actually. Like, some of, like, the characters that they were able to... to do the, like, almost, like, a one-for-one...
1: Oh, I know, right?
0: ...reproduction and live action. It looks so cool. I'd be curious to see if... if, like, if this does well, if they would do any other uh, Miyazaki films as well. Because I could see, like, maybe... Uh, like, I think, like, Spirited Away probably lends itself most to maybe something like this, but I could see them doing uh, maybe, like, Kiki's Delivery Service in a way. Yeah. They could do the, like, whole, like, wire work with, like, the brooms and whatnot for that. I'm
1: I'm not sure how maybe they would do, like, Howl's Moving Castle. Yeah, Howl's Moving Castle, Castle in the Sky, but, even Princess Mononoke, I just might be able to. <laughs> Although, yeah. this movie's still, I mean, I I think... This play looks like such an ambitious recreation of the film. It looks like they pull yeah. it looks like they pull it off, at least with the pictures that have been put that are posted.
0: Maybe if it does uh, like well enough in Japan, maybe it'll eventually get like an international kind of tour where it where it'll come to the, the US or uh, some other countries. But I would definitely check this out if I had the opportunity to go to it. Oh.
1: Seriously. I in fact I just wonder if Perhaps it might come to the US, you know? If, uh, if that, yeah. Uh, yeah. I I could see, uh,
0: I know they they don't really have any stake in it anymore, uh, just cause they, uh, like, Shop Factory now has more of, like, the production, or, or sorry, rather distribution, uh, for Studio Ghibli films yeah. in the US. Uh, but I was gonna say maybe put some of that the Disney money behind it to, to do, like, the, like the the touring for that here in the u.s yeah uh going from that talking more about classic animation uh this is more this kind of like a small blurb for any listeners that we have that like live within the los angeles area i've never gotten to check
1: this the cinema out i don't know if you've ever gotten to go there i never have but like i follow you know i follow them on social media and weekly wish I could go to the New Beverly go to the New Beverly theater there in LA New New Beverly owned by a
0: director Quentin Tarantino Tarantino. Yeah, I saw our our buddy Darren uh, Butters post about this was that uh, they're going to be starting uh, Cartoon Club returns uh, coming up on as this is posted or recorded this episode it's going to be coming back Saturday April 9th at 10am and they're starting to sell tickets for it and it's a bunch of classic animated shorts and whatnot, it's gonna, and it's going to be projected on film, too.
1: Yeah, so. which is really cool. And the picture, that the image that they have on their tweet is uh, of Looney Tunes, you know, Warner Brothers Looney Tunes. So, hello. How cool would that be? Yeah.
0: Yeah, just watching, like, a whole bunch of Looney Tunes shorts. Yeah. I can see them, like, intermixing uh, maybe, like, some older Disney shorts in there, too. Yeah.
1: On 35mm.
0: Yeah, cause I know a lot of the times the stuff they show there is just stuff that Tarantino has like in his personal right.
1: just collection <laughs> it's just of in stuff library. Yeah,
0: he's just like, oh, here, play this. <laughs> right. So I mean, that's awesome. And that'd be cool just if they just had like mixed like the go from like like a classic Looney Tune uh, short and then you maybe go to just like a random like Steamboat Willie or something like that. It'd be kind of a cool like back and forth to see that. I think. Yeah but definitely if if you're lucky enough to, to like live in the area and you can check that out I would I would highly recommend going to do so. And the the last bit of uh news that we have on here is, is also related to our main topic in a way. Uh and I I'm curious for your take on this too was that now this song wasn't nominated for best original song at the Oscars. Uh, we'll talk about which one was a little bit later on but they uh, they did a a live action or sorry a performance rather of we don't talk about bruno and it had uh, megan the stallion and they're doing a like a new verse in it and i know there's like some people that were upset that that like so they performed the song and then it wasn't even like the original version of the song it was like a oscars specific version of the song What what was your
1: kind of take on, on all that so uh you know i thought it was weird uh <laughs> the uh don't get me wrong i i i love we don't talk about bruno super fun song and one of the best sequences of the film you know from encanto is terrific right uh yeah and uh, I just felt like so you know the studio decided not to. I think it's one of those things where they could have had two. I, don't, I know we'll get we're gonna get more into this, but I guess they could have had two songs nominated. and That often seems to cancel songs out, you know, when that when that yeah. happens. So they picked the one, the the caterpillar one, which I love. But two, but uh, anyway, I was expecting the way they build it, as. You know the original cast was going to be doing this, and it was going to be you know some kind of a live reenactment of it, which sounded interesting. But then it turned into just like a a showpiece that was just yeah with Megan the Stallion, all these dancers and all this other stuff, and and they like completely drowned out whatever original cast I think was on was on the stage. Also, I mean, and I guess Disney can do that because hello, you know they're running the show. They're running the show. It's on ABC. But it's also like, this just seems so weird that... Because sure, everybody loves this song and it's really got a lot of momentum. Uh, you know, it's been number one on the Billboard chart and all this stuff, right? But uh, it just seems just like a weird... Uh, not a power play mark, but just... just at, To me, I mean, not out of place in that, you know, the Oscars always does those show pieces, but out of place in that this song wasn't nominated and, and why, you know... Why are we doing yeah. it just for Encanto and not for something else too? Right. Uh, the other thing too. Well, I've got another thing to bring this up, Mark. This is uh, as a follow-up. But what are your thoughts on this? And then I'll, I'll tell you this other thing. I just I just barely read.
0: So I like when it first started. I was into it just because I liked how they had John Leguizamo. Yes, exactly. Uh, kind of introduce it. I was like, oh, that's appropriate. Have have Bruno it, or introduce it rather, and I, I liked kind of like the the camera work that they were doing for it. It was like this, like cool, quick, like yeah. following, and they were going through the crowd. At, and um, Seven Beatrice seemed like she was really in into it as well. Yeah. But, and but th- but then it like got into that part. I was like, oh, okay, this is like different from the the mo- one in the song, or I mean, in the movie. And it, like it didn't even have like the the part of the song that like ever it gets stuck in your head every time you hear it. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Seven seven foot frame with rats along his back. I was like, you didn't even have that part. Yeah, and then that would, uh, that would almost be like if you did uh, like let it go and didn't say like the cold never bothered me anyway
1: <laughs> at the end. Of it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But yeah. It's weird. We're, what was your the other thought you well, had about so, it? No, well, Mark, I just barely saw this thing. Uh, so, Disneyland, Disneyland in California, they are going to do a special little projection show nightly. I guess for maybe, I don't know how many weeks they're going to do this for, where they're going to do we, we Don't Talk About Bruno, you know, with, with some of that cool projection mapping onto the It's a Small World uh, facade. And that's a fun idea, but, you know, nobody can, like, kill something like i think like what disney did to frozen (laughs) better than disney themselves you know where it finally gets to the point like it's overkill it's like okay we know this is popular but you like have to like throw this thing that we love in our face all the time so we don't love it anymore you know
0: what i mean yeah yeah yeah. there's there's like a there's like this threshold yeah exactly just like just enough for for you it's almost like the, the the joke threshold where it's like uh, you do it to a certain point where it's funny and then it's not funny anymore, but then it's funny again. Yep. And, and then it's not funny. <laughs> and then and then it's funny one more time. It's that's so almost perfect. Like, yeah. Although that's more or less like the the Seth MacFarlane rule of comedy. Isn't the? At least that's how from when I used to watch Family Guy, I can remember that's how a lot of the jokes were. Was yeah. That. It's like here's this is how it's tiered. But yeah, that's that's our basic block of news this week. So from there we're gonna move into the new trailers that we checked out this week. And the now, did you get a chance to, to watch? I all, watched all I watched all
1: four. Nice. Right.
0: So we already talked a little bit about a, a Netflix ninja series with the uh, Jack Black coming back to be Poe in the Kung Fu Panda series. Other than that, they also have uh, part of what they're calling their kind of after
1: school. Yeah, that no, Mark, that was new to me again. I'm I'm not following a lot of these Netflix animated series, you know. Yeah. But is that have you heard of this after school kind of brand or kind of? No, the, I had I like it's it's almost it's the seems first like time for me,
0: and this like this trailer specifically was released on like Netflix's like sub youtube channel which was called netflix after school because netflix has like all of these like sub youtube channels like there's one that's uh like it's almost like a bonus features yes uh like youtube channel which i i like because it's cool like uh like when don't look up came out they had a bunch of like what would it be the equivalent of like featurettes or behind the scenes stuff on there so i like checking that out I don't, although I'm not sure like why they can't just have that stuff included on Netflix itself the same way like Disney Plus does that with like those right.
1: features. I've wondered about that too. Yeah,
0: that's been one of my biggest. It's like a whole other thing, but that's been like one of my biggest uh, bummer things about as physical media keeps going like kind of becomes lower and lower tier, and people are more focused on streaming. There's been less and less bonus features on stuff, and that was always my favorite part about when like movies or TV shows came I know, out for you to buy.
1: Like nothing but, like a great, ro- you know, very robust bonus yeah. features section, you know. And uh, nowadays, it seems like you're lucky if you get a, tr- a trailer <laughs> or something, <Yeah>. you
0: know. <laughs> But I like when I was growing up. I was a big Ninja Turtles fan. I still love the Ninja Turtles, and so that was kind of my first uh, introduction to this character Usagi, uh, who's going to be in this um, Netflix animated series, Samurai Rabbit: The Usagi Chronicles. Now, do you have any? Did you have any familiarity with with the character at all?
1: No, I don't. And you know, and I have nothing against the Ninja Turtles fan. I just think Mark I just was not the right age you know when it was yeah when it was so popular
0: and well and you watched the trailer so what did you what did you think
1: about it well i thought again i instantly i i because it was branded you know as this netflix after school thing i thought that i thought they did they did a nice job and clearly this they're making this for kids And, and good for them i mean you know i support that uh wholeheartedly the animation reminded me kind of like you were talking about with the uh, the Kung Fu Panda, the Dragon Knight, that uh, you know it looked fine, but it's not like really finished or polished. Uh, yeah, you know it just looks like it's 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 done pr- pretty pretty quickly, and not wanting to diss this in any means because I, I you know you know much I love animation. Of course, that's why we're doing the show, but. uh it, it looked it looked kind of cheap, but again, but I you know I'm not the target market, and and uh, and and, I, and it looked like it was going to be fun for kids.
0: Yeah, now like the the thing I what I've kind of noticed about stuff that's like for TV like this is that. If, I think like hair or like fur simulation must cost the most. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Too. In animation or <laughs> yeah. or like it takes the longest to render. Yep. Uh, because it's a lot the of the first time, thing to go. <laughs> that's like like the only thing that's like missing a lot of the times. Like like you said, like from the TV animation stuff like this. Because like other than I mean this, I mean obviously any like CG animation for TV looks way better than it did and I would be the same age like this is like targeted for marketed for like like the animated TV shows that were like the CG animation when I was a kid were like reboot and that and that was like what you would equivalent to be like the kind of uh, staging animation or blocking animation for like CG movies now where it would just like look like that yeah. kind of super unpolished and but that was like the finished show yeah so this already looks really cool i i liked this character uh when he showed up in the Ninja turtles uh comics when i was younger oh, as okay. well and he's he's based on uh yojimbo from the like the kara kurosawa films just as a rabbit yeah so if you put it in that context it's it's pretty cool to check that out and i don't know if i'll necessarily watch this um I might check out like the first episode or so. It, it comes out later this month. It's on. It debuts on April twenty eighth. So definitely check out at least like the first episode of that when it comes out. But going from there, uh, we, and we all know that animation is, is only for kids, right? <laughs> we learned that again well, at the Academy
1: Awards. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so frustrating.
0: Actually, actually, let's touch on that for a second. So when they brought out the or came to announce the animated feature, there's like a whole thing about basically framing animation as being uh, what is aimed for kids and is uh, made to be endured and endure, dirt.
1: Endured? I'm triple speaking to Yeah. <laughs> to be um, endured. Yeah, to be endured by adults. Yeah.
0: So, like, I made a post on on our Animation Fascination Twitter account about that when it happened. Let me bring it up really quick. Let's see. Okay, so what I thought was cool, too, is that one of the nominees for for Best Animated Feature, Mitchells vs. the Machines, posted, <laughs> just straight up posted a thing. That's uh, Perfect it just says animation is cinema. And I I just did, did like a quote retreat of that and said, we'll keep saying this until people accept the truth about it. Animated movies are just as much real films as their live action brethren. It is a medium that takes just as much skill and passion to cultivate. And that's another thing people need to remember too, is that animation is a medium. It's not a genre. Right.
1: Right. So
0: like the same way you can make a horror movie or a romantic comedy, or an action movie, or anything like that in live action can do exactly the same thing in, anima- in animation, but animation has a little bit more freedom to it because that same huge uh, spectacle or something that you might see in a live action that might cost like 300 million dollars to shoot in live action, you can recreate in almost a way more imagined way sometimes than animation. So. I don't know. It just kind of really bums me out. A lot of the times when I hear different people either like downplay animation as not being real or something they want to check out, or if so- someone I don't know. And it, it seems like every year, like at the Oscars or Golden Globes, sometimes that like the writers making the jokes always make a joke saying that animation is for children. Yeah.
1: And then the so, adu- and then the adults are bored out of their mind, you know, trying to just tolerate what their kids want to watch. Yeah. yeah.
0: Now, I mean, there is gonna be certain animated films that are specifically directed for a very young age. Yeah, group. I
1: mean, like you know, Samurai Rabbit, even though maybe it's skewing a little older, but it's you know like Peppa Pig or something, you yeah. know. <laughs> but then, like like Pixar movies or
0: Disney Animation yeah. Studios films, like. Yeah. We know, and this is why they tend to do really well. Is that they're made for me? That's like in my mid thirties to a kid that's six years old to someone that's seventy five. Yep. So, any anybody can enjoy it, no matter what age they are. Yeah. So, and then, and going from that, the Bob's Burgers movie. <laughs> Ironically, by some twist of fate, being. Technically released by Disney, because of the Fox acquisition. Yeah. So now I've now I know of Bob's Burgers. It's not a show that I watch a lot. I've seen like a few episodes here or there, and I'm I'm a fan of the the voice actor. Um, what's his name? John H. Benjamin, who does the voice of Bob on the show. He's Archer. Yes. Archer. Yes. And specifically, one of the the episodes I saw of this that was, it was a the Archer Bob's Burgers crossover.
1: <laughs> I haven't uh, seen that one. I bet it's pretty funny. Yeah, that's 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 definitely a good one to
0: to check out because like Bob and Archer meet each other and it's funny because he's doing. All right, no, he, they don't meet each other. Like Archer takes on the role of Bob, and like as if they. He was the same person the entire time I, I haven't watched it in a while So I'm, I might be getting some of the details of that Messed up But it was a funny episode So I would definitely check or look that up If you guys haven't seen that And from that this This animated film This is also Like I said by another twist of fate This is the first 2D animated film Technically released by Disney Since Winnie the Pooh <laughs> that's pretty great <laughs> or wait was it was Winnie the Pooh the last one or was it or yeah Winnie yeah, the, Pooh, was was, Winnie the yeah, Pooh Winnie the Pooh came after Princess oh, and the yeah, Frog yeah came after for a couple of years after Princess and the Frog yeah 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 I, I thought this the animation almost looked pretty
1: cool it's uh, like when the, the Simpsons movie came out yes it's like that same so it uh, reminds me of they kind of stepped up the animation yeah, a little like, bit to make it look i think you know more attractive on the big screen and and yeah uh, give it a little more yeah theatrical
0: yeah uh, it
1: kind of like the same thing we were saying with
0: like like cg animation on tv to cg animation yes. theaters it seems like that same thing kind of happens with hand-drawn animation from tv to to theatrical di- distribution too it's like they they get a little bit more of a budget so they can put a little bit more like uh, lighting and shadowing yes. detail into it, so I'm, I'll definitely check this out. This has always been a show that I've wanted to watch more of. And then there's the Apple TV Plus series uh, Central, Central Park. It's done by the. It's done by the same. Yeah, same creative team. Creators. It? yeah. And it's a, a musical, so I've always wanted to check that out. I've heard that's
1: very good. I haven't watched that either, but I have. I, well, One of my friends as, as by it. Just absolutely loves Central Park, so. And, and has yeah, got. So I think he's got good taste. So you know, <laughs> I got to check yeah, it out.
0: It's, it's definitely on the list of stuff to check out.
1: I've I've seen quite a few episodes of Bob's Burgers, um, and I know that I think I think most every episode, if I'm not mistaken, is on Hulu. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense too. Now that Disney, on yeah, stuff, mostly. And uh, I just I always laugh. I always think it's funny. So I can't. You know, I don't feel like I'm like super knowledgeable you know about like all the characters and all the plot lines and, and all of that but uh yeah it, it 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 always uh makes me laugh i know they did a panel at uh the wondercon can uh oh yeah just this past cons- few days past this, yeah a few days that was in uh Anaheim, if i'm not mistaken yeah and I don't know how it was accepted I know I don't know how it was received. I bet people loved it. I heard, it looked like it was packed, and I think they showed the first six minutes of the film, and most of the voice cast was there. So let's not talk about that. I bet that was a lot of fun. I, I was w- wishing I could have <laughs> seen that. Nice. But I'm looking forward to the movie too. I I, I think it's gonna be fun. The one thing I'm I'm not sure about Mark is that I wonder how long this movie has been done. You know, I wonder if it got oh, completed. Yeah. Even before the Disney Fox merger, fine, you know, was finalized in twenty nineteen, uh, or yeah. if it was finishing getting finished up, kind of that time period, and then COVID hit, and they've just been sitting on it, you know, waiting, yeah, waiting uh, for I, the right time. If I, re-
0: if I remember, it's been moved a few times. Yes. For as far as it's like release date. That's what I I'm mean, remembering too. Is I think it's been moved. It's kind of yeah, like part for the course the past few years with a bunch of movies. Yeah. where really they've had so many like whether it's top gun uh, top gun maverick new mutants (laughs) top gun morbius oh yeah
1: morbius that uh, moved around yeah
0: so many so many yeah it seems like every or no time to die had plenty of time to die (laughs) (laughs) yeah but
1: exactly yeah so but but anyway but i think it is i'm with you it's kind of ironic that you know here disney is is uh releasing this movie (laughs) it's a yeah. 2d animated movie and then
0: another 2d animated film or done stylistically to look 2d animation as uh, another apple tv uh release uh for the it's the small things charlie brown that they released a official trailer for recently which is uh like an earth day special almost that they're doing
1: uh it's going to be coming out uh, here, pretty. I think soon Day, on Earth Day, Mark. I think or close, yeah. to no, close to it. No, it's close to. Yeah, like, like on... April fifteenth or something. Does that sunrise right? is before? I think it's been a little bit yeah. before Earth Day, but yeah.
0: But yeah, it'll be on Apple TV. Then I, I really like how they they've been doing these peanuts special animations. They it's they look great. Yeah, it looks like a watercolor. Yeah. But then, like this, even has, like I don't know how to describe it. Almost looks like. Like the like these musical sequences on there are done in a way that looks representative of how the animation looked in like the classic specials everybody yeah. knows about right. from like,
1: the sixties.
0: Yeah, and it but
1: like in a slightly upscaled way. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It looks more polished. You know, <laughs> speaking of that word for that. You know, sorry, that's, that's not a very technical term, but yeah, it yeah. looks heightened but still captures that really wonderful 2d look that i you know i love yeah. so much of those classic charlie brown um specials yeah and i i
0: really liked that the blue sky animation oh, from, i did too. from a few years back i liked how they they did that mix of like the uh, like the hand-drawn styling It looked so good but in a cg uh like character design yeah i don't don't even like really know how the best way to describe it but it almost looks like like in this series it's like when you put the like the drop shadow or inner shadow effect in photoshop on on an image yeah (laughs) that's almost kind of what it looks like in this but i would definitely check this out yeah the online design special was similar was animated similar to this as well that they did for for uh New Year's Day.
1: They're doing it through um the Wild uh wild Brain studio. Okay. And and some of the sh- I read through the you know they they had Apple had posted on a press release some of the producers and whatnot. There's some of the Schultz family that's involved. I don't know who probably I wouldn't be surprised if they're like grandkids, you know. Maybe even okay. great-grandkids at this point. I you know, I'm not sure, but uh <laughs> But anyway, I thought that was cool. You know, that somehow Schultz family members are are still involved in some way, in some nice. form or another. Yeah.
0: So going from that, the the last trailer we're going to talk about, uh, speaking of films that have been delayed a few times and really stayed shuffled around, uh, is for the Minions, the Rise of Gru uh, official trailer was released. Yeah. Now, I remember this was originally meant to come out in July of 2020, and then that, I think, just got re- or delayed that year because it wasn't quite... It got delayed because it wasn't finished because of...
1: Because of the pandemic. Uh,
0: because of the pandemic, yeah. and then it was supposed to come out July of last year in July 2021, and then... Thing that might have been like at another spike like within the the pandemic as well so then it got pushed again to july of this year which hopefully it'll finally come out in july of this year so i also wonder how long again like this movie's been done it's been interesting that the past two years too because like you know they had obviously had all this like product placement tie in stuff for like all these movies right. to come out to then coincide when the yeah. movie came yeah. out so i remember like two years ago there was like like you know, like cheese nips or like uh, Twinkies or whatever, or like I think the McDonald's toy like two years yeah. ago was like toys for this the was the minions,
1: <laughs> minions the rise of Gru stuff. Yeah. Yes, yeah,
0: so, so it's it'll be interesting to see if like any like those toys or like marketing is done again. Yeah. For, because I remember like like the same thing happened with like Wonder Woman or. I think that happened with a lot of stuff with like the action figures or toys like with like Dune. Uh, like those were out for almost like a like a full year before that came out. Yeah. Like Shang-Chi stuff was sitting on shelves like 6 months before that came yeah. out. Wonder Woman uh, Min- or Eternals, so <laughs> I'm I'm sure eventually all this stuff will get back in, into like sync with what's going on. Now, what's kind of interesting about this movie too is that it works as both a sequel to the Minions film that came out, I think, like, what is was it, like, five or, five six, or six years ago now? Five or six, yeah, so I'm thinking, yeah. But then also as a prequel to Despicable, Despicable Me. Despicable yeah. Gru still young, is younger, right? Yeah, he's he's like 12 years old in this, but Steve Carell is still doing I the voice. I love how they, yeah, I love the voice, yeah. So it should be interesting in here, too. And I thought what's kind of funny is since it's a Universal movie, uh, there's like a scene in a movie theater in this trailer where there's just a poster for Jaws. And it's just straight up the poster for Jaws. Yeah, and it hasn't (laughs) been like
1: minionified or anything, right? It's just just Jaws. Yeah. uh... I think
0: if anything, like the the woman on it probably has a bathing suit on. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just cause cause she doesn't right cause she does in it the, in
1: the other one you know in the original yeah
0: <laughs> yeah not, not gonna get away with that in a, a PG right movie but family friendly I don't know I mean the, like the Despicable Me, Despicable Me movies always do super well yeah at the box office Minions did really well I actually really liked that that last Minions movie that they did I thought it was done uh pretty decently i liked sandra bullock as the the main villain in that yeah uh so i'll be i'll be curious to check this out uh it's it's kind of it's yeah it's it's been interesting to watch like this uh like despicable me i guess now franchise become a franchise over the course of uh, my son's life because like when the first movie came out I don't even remember how old he was then, but then I remember when Despicable Me 2 came out, they did the Despicable Blimp. Oh, yeah. And that... Because we did, a, like, a whole uh, video for that... for Animation Fascination, like, years ago when that came here. I brought him to go see that. He met, the like, the pilot of the Blimp. So it's been interesting just to kind of, like, follow the, like, essentially... The rise of Gru, the, the rise of... Despicable me. Uh,
1: yeah, the The yep.
0: What are like? What do you think?
1: Are you gonna? Would you check this one out? Well, possibly. Possibly. You know, uh, one thing that is cool about this, at least, and they and they emphasize in the trailer, this is coming exclusively to theaters. So they're not yeah. gonna try to you know put it on Peacock as well right now. Or maybe you know maybe yeah. it won't be very long. But i but I'm with you. I think that this has been such a cash cow for them that that it was probably very smart just to sit on it for a bit and then release it this summer when people are pretty comfortable, again, with going to the movie theater. Uh, You know, these aren't my favorite, Mark, but who cares? You know, (laughs) know, people love them. Uh, And the movies are funny. And Steve Carell's fantastic. And so hopefully it's going to be a fun movie.
0: My favorite thing about the movies is still the fart gun toy that they released. Ah. Because my my favorite... (laughs) moment still is uh patrick uh, my son patrick when he was i don't know like seven or eight years old i took a video of him we were at a walmart and he was playing with it and he'd press the button and it would make the sound and he would giggle and then he'd press the button and again and he would giggle more and then he'd press it one more time and he'd just like go into like a giggle from oh that's cute so i just like having the. If if anything, the Despicable Me minion movies gave me that that memory of him <laughs> yeah. giggling uncontrollably yeah. at a at a fart gun. <laughs> so if, if anything, I'm I'm appreciative for that. That's great. Yeah. But that's that's all of our trailers for this week. Uh, we're gonna move into our recommendations. Mine's not too big of a, a thing. Uh, I've just been I've kind of been using the Disney Movie Club as a way to. Because they have like the Blu-ray exclusives that are on on there, so I've been using that as a way to finish my Disney animated feature collection, which I was finally able to do recently because they added uh, it, they added Make Mine Music and Melody Time, mel- yeah, Melody Time on there recently as uh, Blu-rays. So now I was finally able. So yeah, was, from Snow White. Through Two and Conto on Blu-ray or 4K, so nice. Yeah, because I remember they they added Saludos Amigos and the Three Caballeros on there a few years ago, and they just added Black Cauldron.
1: Right. Like Black Cauldron Blu-ray,
0: right? Yes. So yeah, I got I got those, and then when and then I had like a free one that they gave me recently, so I was like, all right, I'll use that towards make my music. And then they added Melody Time. I was like, "All right, score!" Now I finally, they have. It's the. the, got the full, yeah, the folk. You got the all sixty. Yeah, so it's. I mean, some of it's interesting because like some of the the discs are like those like double features that they they forced you to get together, where yes. it has like Mulan and Mulan, Mulan Two on like, the same thing, Ew. or boo yeah, like boo. Emperor's New Groove and Kronk's New Groove right, together, it's like, please. But, or Brother Bear and Brother Bear 2 oh together. gosh. <laughs> Torture. Um, the, yeah. You know, some of those I'm still bummed about that don't have, like, any bonus features at all, like Lilo and Stitch. Like, Lilo and Stitch has nothing on it. It seems very weird, does it? At all. When the DVD had, like, just port the DVD features over to
1: it. Yeah, exactly.
0: I don't know. And then I remember that's how I had to get the Mighty Ducks trilogy, too. was off of Disney Movie Club. I was Movie off of Club.
1: Disney Movie <laughs> Club. Okay. Yeah, uh, which
0: that bummed me out too because those were like bare bones releases. But hey. Heavyweights, they put Blu ray like as an actual mass produced Blu ray. Uh huh. And that one was, I thought was cool because it had like this like behind the scenes of making of Heavyweights. And the funny thing about that is that it was like one of the first movies Judd Apatow worked on. So you see like this 26 year old version of Judd Apatow. <laughs> ah and the, the bonus features for that and i they did an audio commentary on that too so it's cool to hear like keenan thompson and uh sean weiss and uh oh, what's his name uh aaron uh, what's his name uh gosh darn it. hold on let me this is this is excellent podcasting right now um aaron aaron aaron, 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 aaron schwartz uh who played uh our Carp and Mighty Ducks, oh, but yeah. he was the, the, the main character in Heavywaves. In heavy ways. Ways, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I would just, I guess I would highly suggest Disney Movie Club if there's uh, any, if you're a person that likes to, uh, physical media uh, and you'd like to have some, like, older Disney movies on Blu-ray that aren't necessarily available to just go out and buy, uh, like, Holes or Cool Runnings. They have a bunch of uh, older Disney movies on there on Blu-ray. That That's the only place that you can pick them up
1: yeah great great and, suggestion what's what's your take on melody time itself mark uh
0: i mean i like with like make Mine music and melody time i know they were both done kind of as like vignette that was like that that, that whole package era. film era yeah yeah because like because i like another nerdy ocd thing about me is i actually have those sixty films in release order on my shelf. So oh, I, I do too, it, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I do do? <laughs> yeah, so I have it starting from from Snow White. Snow White and anything with a yeah. So that's that's where it bugs me though, because of they have the the Rescuers movies oh, on, the I know. on the same set, the
1: same set. Like, boo. So it's I, I had a, I have to put it where rescue the first. Yeah, Rescu- that's Rescu- right. I did too. Out. Where the first, yeah, the nineteen seventy seven, <laughs> the original. Yeah. I
0: was like, well. I guess I guess that's all I can do. But uh yeah, I mean like three Caballeros, uh Saludos Amigos, that was like a vignette, then Make Mine Music Melody Time came out together. Yeah. And then and Adventures of Yeah, Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad and Fun and Fancy
1: Free. You know, I should have looked this up, Mark. I know that one of these packages I think there's only one of the sixty films, you know, and it's one of these packages that's not on Disney+. Plus. I think all of the other ones are, and I just can't remember which one. I might, it might, maybe it's Melody Time? I don't know. Hmm. I'm going to have to check. And then
0: if there, if there's people that just want these all in a box set, uh, I know there's a UK uh, Region free box set that has all 60 of the movies in it in a Blu-ray set, too. Oh, that's so. a nice idea. The only thing with a box set like that is that it's not... Like you'll buy that box set, and then when the next movie after Encanto comes out, yeah, there is that, like you'll have you'll have that sitting next to it's the box. out of date.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, that's and my recommendation. What is your so recommendation? My recommendation. I mean, in the theme mark of the animation is cinema. Uh, is this movie? It's called Flea, and I don't know if you had a chance to see. Flee! I actually saw it at the Sundance, the 2021 Sundance Film Festival. That was virtual, but uh, uh, I you know that's that's where I I saw it. And I think that's where it made its American debut. It's it's a film that was made uh, in Denmark, and one thing that's interesting about this film too. So it's a, it's an animated film. It's kind of like an animated documentary um, about a a man who. Uh, he has his um he basically is an immigrant from from afghanistan and and they move to denmark and then he and then they tell this you know kind of the story about his life uh how he's trying to deal with his traumatic past and trying to find himself he's he's gay and so he's he's sorting through you know through that and uh it's um it's really, it's very thought-provoking, interesting film. And just as you're, you know, you're talking about it, part of what makes it so interesting is that it's animated. And it could have been, it could have been done, you know, of course, in live action, because it's not like, it's set in, you know, modern day life, you know, today, in in different countries, of course, you know, in Afghanistan, and, and then in Europe and whatnot. But, but uh, you know, the film was nominated, uh not only for best animated feature but for best documentary and also best international feature film so interesting yeah, it went that went for the hat trick yeah and it didn't win any of them but still it's a, it's yeah. a <laughs> still triple nominated i know so exactly cool. and uh really really a, a, you know a thought provoking film and a really cool way to see a, a, how animation can be used Within a different yeah. genre, you know. Um,
0: yeah, because this movie's definitely made for kids to watch.
1: <laughs> right. It's so family. So family friendly. <laughs> but uh, still very, yeah, very interesting.
0: Yeah, it's on my queue. I, I definitely want to watch it. Yeah, this worth checking
1: that.
0: out. I'm definitely. I I will make the commitment to watch it before the end of 2022.
1: <laughs> nice. It's in the oh, yeah. it's in the mark queue.
0: But from there, we're going to move into our, our main topic this week, uh, which is the, was the 94th Academy Awards. Uh, we're going to come flying at you like a like a hand to the face <laughs> with this topic. <laughs> uh, yep. So, I guess we'll do this from backwards to forwards, the way that I listed it in here. Uh, the first one we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about like the animation-specific ones. So... The first one, or last one, the way that I listed them here, were the visual effects awards. Now, the the winner for this was Dune, which... Uh, you, you saw Dune, right? Oh, yeah. All right, so Dune was the winner. Uh, the other nominees were Free Guy, No Time to Die, Shang-Chi the Legend of the Ten Rings, and Spider-Man No Way Home. Now, I would have been cool with... Spider-Man: No Way Home winning just because you know I'm a Spider-Man, Spidey fan, and I uh, just I want Marvel to win more Oscars because uh, they already lost that that weird silly like fan uh, cheer. Oh, that was weird. Uh, Twitter poll thing because when you make a Twitter poll, it's going to be basically hijacked by the the uh, Zach Snyder. Yep, which it was. Uh, Bro, like bros, <laughs> but yeah, because yeah, because uh, the Flash entering the um, the Speed Force one that over Avengers Assemble and the three the three Spider Men assembling. Yeah, uh, I don't know. That's 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 another. Weird... And then and like then the, that the, the Zack Snyder best...
1: feature. Yeah, the Army of the Dead. Yeah, won the best whatever you know favorite fan favorite movie in that yeah. twitter poll
0: and the, and this was just like one of the, the many awards doing one that night they basically won doing clean off yeah all if every not every technical award basically most of the awards that they were nominated for uh i'm not i'm not a huge fan of Hans Zimmer uh there's like a, a whole like controversy about like him as an actual uh, like composer. Yeah. Like how much work like he himself actually does in the, the composing the music. So I don't know. I'm I wasn't too thrilled with him winning the for the best score for that. Uh but going from that to uh, best original song I don't I don't think I'm even going to try to pronounce this cuz I feel like Yeah, gonna, I don't know how to pronounce but it I can say Encanto. I can say that. Si. But das, auto gitas. I took I took French in high school. So I,
1: I did and, too, and then I speak Italian, and so I'm not much help. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, I lived closer to Canada at the time. Now I live closer to Mexico, so I, I, I guess I made a bad choice. I don't know. <laughs> but I, I really liked that song from Encanto. Oh, that was beautiful. Uh, I loved it. I know it's, it's quote unquote quote more the like Oscar pick for if like if you were going to pick any of the songs yeah from encanto it'd be like oh although i would have been cool if if surface pressure had gotten nominated too that's a good one because again that's like my personal favorite song in the movie yeah i know it's not the most popular song from that because obviously that's we don't talk about bruno which everybody talks about bruno because of that because ironically of that. Yeah, i know right <laughs> uh cool. the that was nominated uh the Dos auto Again, I'm sorry if I'm butchering that. I apologize to all Spanish-speaking people everywhere. Uh, but Billy Eilish and uh, Phineas won for No Time to Die, which I'm cool with that too. I really enjoyed the the last Daniel Craig yeah, Bond film. I I
1: I, I was glad that, you know, happy for them to win too. I I was yeah. hoping, I just because I I was hoping Lin Manuel Miranda would, would yeah. win. Woulda got a woulda got the EGOT yeah. that night. Yeah. Uh,
0: although maybe it's good he didn't, just because he wasn't able to go. Because yeah, cause because his
1: family, his wife got COVID. His,
0: uh, yeah. So it, it would have been maybe bittersweet for him to get the EGOT and like not he be able to be, able be there to, be there be to there. get it. So I'm sure he'll be get he'll get nominated again in the future. Oh, for, for sure. Best original song or directing. Yeah. Uh, whatever it may be, but definitely. And if if only all of us could be. So successful the top, by the time we're twenty, oh just like the be, Eilish.
1: Seriously, <laughs> yeah. right?
0: Yeah, but uh, the
1: going from there,
0: uh, the animated short that one was the
1: windshield wiper, which I haven't seen. Have you? I seen watched. This? Yeah, I've seen it. It's it's the only one I've seen. I won't. You know, I just waited to see the other years, some years i'll either go to a screening or, or you know try to hunt down all the ones online and watch them yeah this one i just sometimes watched amc after the, does yeah
0: yeah like sometimes amc will do like that best like they'll do the best short yeah both uh, like the live action and, and, animated. and animated yeah so that was how i saw all of them one year um yeah
1: this year i don't know if they did that or i'm not sure if they did that either. Uh, Cinemark, you know, which is more... There is an AMC theater in my market, but it's, Cinemark is the one that has more stuff. Least, you know, not to be confused with me. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> it's the K with the C. You know, yeah, Cinemark C. with a K. not with right, the C. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm not sure if they did an animated or, you know, the shorts this round. They might have been live action, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, live action shorts, but anyway. It's really cool. Well, yeah, like it one? looks really, it really cool. It says it was
0: computer, computer cell adult animated short film. Yeah. Um, and then it's about, it's inside a cafe while smoking a whole pack of cigarettes. A man poses an ambitious question. What is love? And then it's a collection of vignettes and situations, uh, will lead the man to the desired conclusion. Yeah. So yeah, that's definitely another short that seems like it's aimed at kids to watch. Right.
1: Exactly. <laughs> right now, the one I saw, they had to censor it a little bit and they you know, literally put the word censored over certain, you know, b- oh, yeah. body parts and things. But, uh, it, uh, I, I thought it was really, really striking. Very, very, you know, beautiful animation. And it just looked kind of looked like paintings coming to life, you know, the way it was, nice. the way it was done. Yeah, really, I think it's definitely worthy of the win. Again, I haven't seen the other ones that were nominated. I'd like to. I, I oh, should. Yeah. But uh,
0: Yeah. Uh, like the other ones that were nominated were Affairs of the Heart, uh, Bestia, uh, Box Ballet, and then Robin Robin. and Now, Robin Robin was uh, the only one I was actually familiar with. It's It was a animated short that was done by Aardman Animation. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's actually... That one is on Netflix, I, I know, cause, and it's about 30 minutes long. I added it to my queue the other night, and that one looks like it's almost like... I'm pretty sure it's CG animation, but it's CG animation done in the style... Like you wouldn't know that it was Arvin, because you know Arvin kind of has a look. The very signature like, even for, look. For a, like, like, like Disney has a look. Yeah. Pixar has Shaun a look. the Sheep and. Leica has a look. Yeah. Uh. Like, this one. Like. It it looks really cool. It looks like it was it's like CG animation, but it looks like it's like made out of felt. And, I, I really want to check this this one out. I really. I've I've liked all of Robin or yeah Robin, <laughs> all of Ardman's, uh films that they've done like their shorts as well as the. Features. Their features. Yeah. And this this actually got added to Netflix back like around Thanksgiving. Oh okay. Because it's like a it's like a Christmas short. Uh, that's basically what it centers around. It's a, when a Robin gr- bird grows up from being raised by a family of mice. Her differences become more apparent every time they try to sneak into a, a who-man's or yeah, what they call humans, a who-man's house, now she sets off on a daring heist to shine, a, steal a shiny star and to prove to her family and a malicious cat that she can be a really good mouse. So she's basically trying to steal the star from the top of the, uh,
1: the, the Christmas tree. tree. Uh, clever,
0: okay. Yeah, so I definitely want to check this one out and if you guys have Netflix, it's on there. and Netflix was, was nice enough to all of their nominated or winning uh oscar uh films in like one kind of oh. kind of area so you can just find That's them all together nice there thing. yeah tick tick boom they're all they're, they're all, all there, there. together
1: and the, uh don't look up all of them. power of the dog all that um you know one thing oh, yep. mark that i i was i was disappointed again i i w- i thought that I thought both of the shorts from from Walt Disney Animation Studios were worthy of a nomination. Uh, oh yeah, but like uh, Us again, and Far yeah, Far again. from the Tree, I believe it's called.
0: Yeah, I loved Far from the Tree. That was like another two D animated yeah. looking short. it was in front of well, yeah, it was in front of Encanto if you saw it in theaters, mm-hmm. uh, and then it's on Disney Plus now. It's just it's just by itself, yeah. Yeah, I re- I, I watched. Both of those I've seen, uh, that us again kinda of reminded me of, it's like kind of um, feels like similar in tone to up.
1: Yes. A little bit. Exactly. it uh, like deals with age Aging. and whatnot. And yeah, and your kind of your attitude about it, yeah. And the Far From the Tree,
0: that one was more or less about like parenting, parenting. and like passing on not necessarily <laughs> the the best things that you yeah. also took from what what your parents taught you from parenting. Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't I really liked liked that. I mean, I can't ever I can't discount any of the stuff that won because I haven't seen
1: right. And I think all these are out, not, got to be outstanding. And I don't know necessarily what you know what the criteria is, what they're looking for or whatnot. But I thought those Disney ones were uh, yeah. exceptionally good.
0: And then that takes us to our our last award that we're going to be talking about which was for best animated feature uh and then the nominees for that were uh, the film flea that you brought up a little bit earlier uh the pixar film luca the uh, disney animation film raya and the last dragon uh and then uh the sony animated film the mitchells vs. the machines uh, which I i really now this might this, I don't know if this is a hot take or not. I really liked Encanto, but I was actually surprised that the Mitchells versus the Machines didn't win mm-hmm. for this specifically because usually whoever wins best animated feature the, at with the Annie uh, Awards at, at the Annie's yeah. will end up being the Oscar winner. Yep. Uh, that wasn't the case here. I know, like, the past, like, so like, just in the past, like, 10 years alone, uh, Disney or Pixar has won, they won in 2020, won in 2019, 2017, 2016, 2015, 2014, 2013, 2012, so, and then 2010. So the only two times they haven't won in like the past 10 years were for 2011 when Rango won, and in 2018 when Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse won. So I, I almost thought uh, Sony Animation was going to take it again this year. And Mitchells versus Machines uh, with Phil Lord and Chris Miller and Mike Ronda and Kurt Albrecht were going to going to win this year. But, I mean, again, I liked Encanto a lot, so I'm not mad Encanto won. But yeah. uh, what, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Well, you bring up a really good point because I, I was expecting, frankly, the Mitchells versus Machines to win, too. Because of that anime award, and also, it's just such a good movie, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, not saying that the others aren't, but but uh, I th- I really thought it was that it had uh, the edge, and I feel like Sony, Sony Pictures Animation is really the studio. I think it's really got the momentum.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: Right now. I feel like they're taking the most
0: risks. Yeah. And. Um as far as like what they're doing with the animation. Yeah. Now Disney animation studios is starting to do that a lot with some other their stuff too. Like I would like to see like the same stuff they're doing for the shorts like over um like what we just talked about with the the short there with how that was like a the like the 2D watercolor yeah. animation. It has such
1: a beautiful style. that I'm sure they use computers, but it almost it almost looked hand drawn, you know. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, or there's the
0: Pixar film Burrow. Yes. I would like... I don't know. Like, they did Paper Man, like, I don't... Like, what was that? Like, 10 years or so ago now? Yep. I, I wanted to see them do an animated I feature. I want to do a
1: feature like, that looked like Paper Man. Some <laughs> ki-
0: yeah, like, a style like that. Me too. A, I don't know, I think it would be really cool. I do too. I, and, I like, I know, like, the films that look like Encanto and Ryan the Last Dragon, and, like the like, the polished CG animation, they know... Are going to do well because they usually do. But, and like the last time they did a hand drawn animated film out, outside of Bob's Burgers, because that's not technically like a. Yeah, it's not a Disney. Like Walt Disney, Disney, anim, Walt Disney features, Animation yeah, Studios proper. is not. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't. I would, I would just like one of these upcoming films that they're working on to be. Something like that. Now, I think maybe that. I think what is it called? The Great Beyond, that they're doing. Str- My Disney's?
1: Yeah, I think it's Strange World is the current name. Yeah, Strange World. If, I don't if know I'm not mistaken, I'm
0: thinking Great Beyond. Uh, but yeah, Strange Worlds. I, I could, I could see that being lending itself to that kind of stylistic yeah. choices and whatnot. So yeah,
1: I'm really anxious to see what. What you know, the, the, you know, some of these future projects are going to look like. One yeah. thing I had heard, Mark, and I, you know, I I thought Encanto was a beautiful film, and I'm happy it won. But I would have been I would have been fine if the Mitchells versus the Machines I think would not want to, Even though I probably would have voted for Encanto just because I I don't know there was just something I think there was just something a little extra special about it for me. But um, right. But I can understand why, you know, Mitchells versus the Machines is, you know, again, it was, it, it was, it was so great. The one one comment, and maybe I don't know if it was a, it was probably just a snarky tweet or something I read, Mark, about this, but you know, saying that, you know, with the Annie Award, with the Annie Awards, these are people that are, you know, the people that are voting for it are the people that are in the truly in the animation industry, right? And and with the Academy. I think with with probably how broadly again i don't know you know i don't know which how many people get to vote for that category you know and what they're but it's right. the comment was something to the effect of you know the films win are the ones that that, that these people's children are talking about <laughs> right. you know versus the films that the people actually either worked on or or know you know know what it takes to make one of these movies and and uh so I guess it's cool that the Mitchell versus Machines won within that category. You know, won the Annie with the industry people that really know. And you know, I'm glad that Encanto, you know, that Encanto got honored. But but uh, I can see again why. It, you know, it's not controversial, right. but it's just I guess less than uh, ideal.
0: Yeah. And I mean in in the end like we said all of these movies were were really great yeah so great if, if if any of them won awesome because they're all great movies and Kanto was great uh well I mean I haven't seen Flea yet. you've seen it and you said it's awesome yeah, so I trust yeah, you yeah Flea's terrific Luca Luca oh was gosh, great as well another yeah. another Pixar movie I wish I could have saw at the theater I know uh,
1: you and me both Raya I thought uh, it was Mitchell's beautiful the,
0: too Oh yeah Raya uh, another Another one that I wish, actually, that
1: one I did see it on the big screen. Think, did you Did you see it on the big screen, Bud? or did uh...
0: I think that was the only movie I paid for, like the premiere access? For oh to yeah. watch at home. Okay. Out of like all the ones they did, yeah, that was. And I remember, and then, so what was, wasn't, uh, Mitchell's versus Machines originally called something else yes. too?
1: And of course now, oh,
0: connected, connected,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I remember,
0: I don't know, I, I really liked Mitchell's Versus the Machines a lot, so. Oh, it's terrific. And I, I'm looking forward to seeing more uh, stuff that like, Phil Lord and Chris Miller work on as far as like them producing. I know they didn't direct this, uh, it was directed by Mike Ronda, but anything that they've produced as far as animation has always been very uh creative yeah. so i'm looking forward to across the Spider Verse later this year with them oh my goodness uh, but that is is gonna do it for our our discussion of the 94th academy awards um i don't think we really need to, to comment on like the whole
1: the slap uh, scene around the world <laughs> slap
0: stuff uh if you want to see more on that you can You can do a double feature of Shark Tale and the first Madagascar. That's
1: right.
0: Which, ironically, the character in Shark Tale is named Oscar. Oscar.
1: Yep. So. Well, and you know, uh, and that Jada Pinkett Smith was also was a voice in Madagascar. (laughs) Didn't she play the uh, that hippopotamus? Yep. Yep. Is it Gloria? So, anyway.
0: Gloria. But, so that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, Don't forget you can follow us individually on Twitter. I'm at my first and last name, at Mark Vibbert, M A R C V I B B E R T. And Stanford, where can they find
1: you? On On Twitter, Twitter? I'm at Stanford Clark. Same thing, just my first and last name. We we made it easy on you guys. (laughs) Exactly.
0: Uh, you can find the show on Facebook just by searching for Animation Fascination. Uh, same thing with Twitter. Or not Twitter. Well, actually, yeah, you can search for us on Twitter and Instagram with Animation Fascination. But the handle on Twitter uh, is going to be at Animated Podcast. But if, again, if you do search Animation Fascination, it will bring it to us. Uh, you can email us at Animation Podcast at gmail.com and then... Uh, We are available on anchor.fm, so you can find us there and anywhere you find your play your podcast, but I'm Mark Rippert, for myself, Stanford Clark, uh, thank you guys for listening, and make sure to tune in again next time.